you know, one of our responsibilities as coaches is to close gaps that limit performance, not create them. Shot Bucket Radio. People struggle with this idea that the process is more important than the results, but that's really where everything happens. That's the meat and the potatoes of training and recovery. Welcome to Chop Bucket Radio. Your host is my dad. That you'll be my pretty mama. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chalk Bucket Radio. I'm your host, David Nichols. And today's episode, we're going to discuss how chasing fitness only can get us in trouble and how we need to make sure we're balancing our recovery with our fitness. And so um, as we get started here, going to go over a couple terms that will kind of get, get us all on the same page as we have this discussion. Um, so fitness, we defined, um, or I defined, I should say, in episode one as performance-based. So it is measuring what we can do from a performance standpoint. And um, that's a good thing. We need to know what our performance level is. We talked about wellness. Wellness is the lifestyle approach um, to your overall well-being. Are we looking at all areas of our life and, and trying to improve all areas from our sleep, to um, stress levels, to um, you know what types of food we're eating, what how we prepare our food, um, so just multiple things from a lifestyle standpoint. Are we full of stress, or do we work towards being de-stressed? Uh, and then wellness, we did we talked about it being our insides, like how healthy are we in, are on ugh, how healthy are we on the inside. So uh, things like our blood um, panels, uh, cholesterol, what's our um, body fat percentage, um, things along those lines. And so we have fitness, wellness, and health. And all three of those things are important in keeping us from being sick. Um, They're also important um, on other levels, but when we're thinking from this overall well-being standpoint. Um, We're trying to avoid being sick. So sick in a fitness standpoint would be um, unable to do a specific task. And I'm not talking about uh, running a 10-minute mile. I would say unable to walk up the stairs without getting out of breath. Um, Being sick in the wellness area would be um, constant anxiety and stress in your life. Uh, being sick from a health standpoint would be um, abnormally high cholesterol levels or, um, you know, I, I would even say, you know, something uh, as well as like uh, what's your blood glucose levels, things along those lines. So we have markers that would uh, call us sick on all three of those fronts. But getting to our discussion here of why chasing fitness only can get us in trouble uh, I want us to want to get started with uh, just talking about a few things um, in regards to this topic. So, uh, because our fitness is uh, performance only, as our definition, there are so many other things that are 
our fitness is dependent on for that performance. All right. So that's why I don't want our athletes just chasing fitness markers. Um, rather, I'd like them to see that overall picture of wellness and health that includes fitness. So in episode one, one of the things I wanted to make sure you as a listener take away from that is I'm not asking you or suggesting you should not pursue fitness on a high level. Um, you shouldn't focus on improving your fitness. But really, I wanted you to see that focusing just on fitness can get us in trouble. And so um, when we look at factors that affect our fitness, we can have uh, recovery and then we can have effort. And I think too often effort gets a lot more publicity than recovery. And so things like grit, blood, sweat, and tears, hard work, no pain, no gain. Those are really great phrases. Those are awesome things to think about. Those are needed at specific times while we work out. Um, however, recovery is needed constantly. All right. And so when we start thinking about recovery, I want us to begin to think about the analogy of a house. And so we have a house and we have recovery, which would be our foundation, our walls, our roof. <clears throat> Excuse me. A little congested today. So um, we have our recovery, which would be sleep, nutrition, soft tissue work, joint restoration, uh, stress, regu stress regulation, which means uh, stress from the sense of family life, work, personal life, the regulation of that. Those are all recovery components. And those are the foundation, the roof, the walls of your house. So there, you've got to have those to have a house. When we talk about something like effort, effort becomes the flooring, the paint, the extra lights, the ceiling fans, all the extra things. And although those are needed for your house to be more functional, they're not needed at the foundational level. So if I just had 20 gallons of paint sitting on a dirt lot, that is not very useful. But I could have just a foundation with walls up with no paint and still have a semi-functional house. Now, I understand it's not a house that um, you, as my listener, probably live in. Um, but there are a lot of people in this world that would give to just have a concrete floor and, a, and walls and a roof over their head. Uh, so um, when we start thinking about recovery sleep, nutrition, soft tissue work, joint restoration, stress regulation. That's the walls. That's the floor. That's the roof. Once we have those things lined up, once we have that foundation built, once we have the walls put up, we have the sheetrock on, we got the insulation in, we got the roof on top. Well, now we get to start painting the interior and exterior of the house. Now maybe we start putting brick on. Maybe we start putting a patio Maybe we put ceiling fans in, which are virtually worthless in Texas in the summertime. But um, that is the effort. That is, I'm going to, I'm really tired at the end of this workout. I'm going to push to get one more quality rep. Or I'm finishing a run. I'm going to run a little bit faster to finish this workout. That's the effort. You know, to me, grit is digging deeper to finish a workout, digging deeper to uh, 
maybe show up when you just mentally don't want to be there. All right. Uh, grit is not, um, I've done six workouts in three days. Grit is not after I finish CrossFit, you know, later on tonight, I'm going to go run for six miles and you do that every day. Um, that's not grit. That's just, uh, doing a lot of work, which has trade-offs. All right. Now, if you're a runner and you like to go run after you CrossFit a couple days a week, awesome. That's not what I'm referring to. If you enjoy doing another fitness thing like Zumba, cycling class, um, you know, maybe you just like to go up to Globo Gym and hit some buys and tries. Those are fine when, you know, just as well as the running, as long as it's appropriate to our recovery. And so uh, I didn't want to say you doing extra is not grit. Um, you know, you doing a whole lot of extra is not necessarily grit. That's just you possibly being motivated to do more. Um, sorry, a little tangent there. I think I kind of uh, went too far on that. But um, so how do we improve at things like sleep, nutrition, soft tissue work, joint restoration, stress regulation? Um, and that's a good question. How do we improve on those? Because a lot of those um, are very measurable. Like, are you going to sleep more now? Are you going to eat better um, as far as quality and potentially quantity of foods? For those of y'all that love to live in a caloric deficit and try to work out really hard, um, you know, from a joint restoration, is our shoulder mobility improving? Is our front rack getting better? Um, those are very measurable things. And um, it's also measurable to see how much time, effort, and energy we're putting into those. So um, the, the first thing you'd want to do is just sit down and evaluate and look at the time spent working out versus sleeping or working out versus your nutrition or working out versus your mobilization and joint restoration, soft tissue work things along those lines. It's really easy, in my opinion, for you to get to the gym three to five, six days a week, depending on who you are and your schedule and whatnot. That's easy. Like getting you to sign into Wattify and getting your you to show up, that's not even hard. Some of y'all, it's hard to show up on time, but that's a different story. Um, but getting you in the gym, that's easy. But asking you to, to spend um, specific time improving your lap mobility so that you have a better front rack, uh, all of a sudden the buy-in changes, you know, getting you to perform an extremely hard task via a workout is actually super simple. Um, but asking you to monitor your caloric intake for a week, that all of a sudden becomes super difficult. And so I'm always intrigued by the people that want to pursue getting better, but think it only happens in the 60 minutes that you spend in a gym. And that's a hypothetical 60 minutes, meaning not everybody's going to spend that. But, you know, for this example, uh, I see athletes all the time that will do anything and everything they can to have the latest uh, CrossFit gear the latest cool thing that rogue has put out. Um, you know, you have $200, sorry, a $200 pair of lifters, 
um, but don't find value in eating breakfast. Um, you have six different pairs of running shoes, um, but think going in, getting a massage is out of your budget. Um, you, you know, will buy and take six different supplements, but um, don't think it would be a good idea to spend 10 minutes extra um, working through shoulder range of motion so that your shoulders finally quit hurting. And so I want to really take today's episode to begin the conversation of balancing out our efforts and our focus on the gym with our efforts and our focus on recovery. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and somebody may agree with me. We'll see. The older you are, the more focus you should put on things in the recovery realm and potentially minimize, I'm not saying eliminate, I'm not saying not do, but minimize the focus on the gym. Now, I'm not talking effort. I'm not even talking frequency. I just said focus. What is our focus? And so um, with the majority of our population being in the older age category, I'll let you decide where that older begins. Um, recovery is huge. And being able to work out hard is typically going to be the byproduct. I mean, let me back it up. Consistently putting forth a appropriate intensity level for the demand of the workout um, is really going to be predicated on our recovery, predicated on sleep, nutrition, what is our joint range of motion? Have we really taken some time to de-stress from work? Those kinds of things really affect our performance. Um, I was actually on the phone with uh, one of my athletes that I work with, and um, this athlete's really been struggling with a few things nutritionally. And the more we started to talk, the more it came to light that Stress factors outside of the gym and outside of their plate, i.e. their nutrition, were really slowing them down. Uh, stress from job, um, you know, working with a boss that doesn't understand reality, <clears throat> um, working hours that they would not want their employees underneath them to work, but they were doing it, um, and just really struggling to balance life and work and then um, getting really down on their results and then the more we started talking the more we realized that there are a lot of factors out of whack and the two things that were probably in line and good was their effort coming to the gym and being consistent and then their effort on their nutrition I mean they were tracking and measuring and weighing and doing all the things they needed to do um, and so they're controlling the two things they could, they, in their minds, they needed to control, but weren't getting the results they wanted. And so as we started to look more at their overall day, we realized there are other areas that needed to be taken care of. And so, um, we ended up not talking anything about nutrition or training and everything about stress regulation, how to begin to regulate stress so that then our performance can be improved. Um, 
So a lot of different things we talked about today. Um, you know, this is episode two. I'm getting better at reading my notes. I'm getting better at uh, not saying uh all the time. And I probably don't say it as much as I think I do. I'm just probably more sensitive than I need to be when it comes to that. And probably a little bit better on the rambling side. But for those of y'all, most of y'all listening that know me and um, have had any experience with me know that I am a bit of a rambler and maybe that's a admirable quality. We'll find out in, uh, in the months to come on the radio here. So anyhow, so how do we improve these things? I want to finish up on that and then uh, we're going to close it out with our habit challenge. So how do we improve sleep? Uh, we're going over some of that with our habit challenge. I'm going to have an episode coming up here discussing sleep and the importance of sleep and what happens when we sleep. And um, that will give us some tips on that. Um, how do we improve our nutrition? Got an episode coming up on that where we're going to talk about um, the importance of nutrition, the importance of balanced nutrition, and how everyone's body is the same yet vastly, vastly different. And we need to take those things into account when it comes to nutrition. Soft tissue work. What can I do to improve soft tissue? So if you're not sure what that term means, that's ligaments, tendons, muscle. Um, and those all really affect our performance. Joint restoration. Are our joints moving through a sound and quality range of motion? And if they're not, how can we get to that? And then stress regulation. How do we balance family life, work life, personal life, and our CrossFit life. So those are upcoming episodes. Um, really looking forward to diving into those topics. I think they're very, very important. Um, I think they're all topics that we want to talk about, but we just don't. And so now we are. Um, so that's going to wrap us up here on episode two. I appreciate you tuning in and listening. Um, please feel free to share this episode with one of your friends or family member. Um, if you would feel like there's something in here that would be worth their listen. Um, and then we are on iTunes, which is ideally where you're listening to us and, um, feel free to leave some feedback there. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. That will be, uh, nice cause you'll get updates on when episodes are published and then also leave us a review. If you feel that, uh, we have value and that chalk bucket radio is, something worth five stars, then feel free to leave that for us. And now what we're going to do is go ahead and go into um, the habit challenge for this week. All right. Last week's habit challenge was going to bed 15 minutes earlier and um, looking at improving one thing that would allow that to happen. So um, I kind of talked to you a little bit about what my habit challenge has been as far as not starting to do something or start entertainment after 9 p.m. Um, this week, what I would like for you to do is to cut off all electronics 15 minutes prior to your head hitting the pillow. So um, that's going to be tough. I know that's tough for me to do a lot of times, and it will most likely be tough for you. So not only are we 15 minutes to bed earlier because we're going to keep last week's habit but now we're cutting electronics 15 minutes prior to your hitting, head hitting the pillow. Um, so um, as we go through um, these challenges, we're going to start really dealing with a bedtime routine, uh, which is what we're starting to build just as a heads up. So 
Uh, we're 15 minutes to bed earlier. That was last week's habit challenge. And then this week, once again, just to repeat, our challenge is no media technology 15 minutes prior to bedtime. So if you know you're going to put your head on your pillow at 9 o'clock, your goal is 9 p.m. bedtime. 8.45, boom, everything is off. Phones are off. Um, TVs are off. Computers are off. Pads are off, meaning iPads. Um, the other pads we definitely need on if you are needing them. Um, but what we want to think about with this as well is, you know, I want you to begin to use that extra 15 minutes. So when we turn it off at 845 for our discussion until our head hitting the pillow at nine, I want you to spend that 15 minutes getting mentally prepared to lay down and go to sleep. All right. Mentally prepared to lay down and go to sleep. And let's see how that turns out for you. Well, that is going to wrap us up for episode two here of Chalk Bucket Radio. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you have a great week and we'll talk to you next time. Away from me, you are at the bottom of the trinity.